Folks, you know I always have the heavy hitters come on the show. And this season has been amazing. Last call. Thank you so much for watching, listening, downloading, whatnot. My next guest, the world works in mysterious ways. We uh, She reached out to me on LinkedIn. I was like, hey, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I said, oh, okay, cool. You know, I ain't like anybody. But I kind of was like, you know, I don't, have, oh, I don't have time for this right now. And, you know, I'm glad that I did reach back out. And said, you know, she was persistent and said, we're definitely going to talk. So the next voice you'll be hearing and talking is Catherine. I can't wait for you to listen to her story and talk about what she's doing out there right now. Because she's doing some big things right now in the industry, AI, uh, SEO, marketing. Everybody does it, but she knows what she's doing. Digital marketing, doing everything that for a small business, helping out nonprofits. We'll talk about her and her story right these messages. The No Picks After Dark podcast is fueled by Zeke's Coffee. Have you tried their coffee yet? I'm telling you, there's something different about it. Maybe it's because they roast their beans in a fluid coffee roaster, which provides the most accurate roasting temperatures and made with love. You will just have to check it out for yourself and try their delicious food while you're at it. Open now for curbside service, online ordering, carry out, and they also do wholesale. Visit Zeke's Coffee at 4719 Hartford Road. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. And Sunday, 8 to 5 p.m. Kitchen closes at 3 p.m. Or visit Zeke'sCoffee.com and you too can be fueled by Zeke's. Are you or someone you love in need of mental health support? For All Seasons is now offering same-day therapy appointments with no wait list. Through the For All Seasons open access program, you can walk in for mental health services and begin therapy in the same visit. For All Seasons accepts all insurances and provides financial assistance if you need it. For therapy, psychiatry, or victim support, we have appointments available today. Call For All Seasons, 410-822-1018. Welcome to the No Picks of the Dark Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Told you guys we have the heavy hitters on. And today, who's a good friend of mine, a sponsor of the show also, Miss Catherine, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm so excited to have you on finally. It's been forever. You know, yeah. I mean, we've hung out. You've come to a show. You sponsored a show. Thank you, first and foremost, So for what you do. Thank you. Thank you for your time, by the way. Yeah, this has definitely been in the books for quite some time, so I'm glad we are able to reconcile our calendars and make it happen. And, and I love your studio. Thank you. So, oh, yeah, it's the first time you've been in the studio. Yeah. First time. Yeah, so tell everybody what's your title and what you do so we can get that out of the way real quick. Sure thing. So I'm Catherine Womack, and I'm the principal consultant for WSI Digital Marketing in Maryland. But I work primarily in the DMV area, and I work across the entire United States. And what I do is I get small businesses, nonprofits, not-for-profits, um, I get them found by the people who need them online. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So we're going to, so I wanted to get that out the way because we're, we're going to rewind real quick. Mm-hmm. Were you born in Maryland? Are you from here originally? Yeah. So um, I'm from Tennessee and I've pretty much been moving around every two years since I was 12 years old. I'm almost 40. So um, I, I don't really have much of a hometown at this point, but Tennessee where, where is where I was born. And after serving in the military, I really liked what I saw in Maryland. And I was like, you know what? Let me just stay here. So I've kind of, I'm trying to put down roots here in Maryland is what I'm trying to do. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, so you moved around, whatnot. Sounds like maybe military. Sounds like something like that. Mm-hmm. And was that, am I right? Wrong? Yes. Okay. 
And fun fact about me is um, I was in two branches. So back in 06, I had actually previously dropped out of high school in 2004, 2005. And I was working fast food, like two, three jobs at a time. And I woke up one day and I was like, wait a minute, didn't I want to like do something with my life? Something maybe like my stepdad who was in the army. Uh, So I called a recruiter, joined the Air Force as a Korean linguist, did my time, um, was an intelligence instructor for a while for the Air Force. And then I got sick of it. I got out (laughs) and uh, went to school on my GI Bill for criminal justice and then for a master's in forensic psychology. And I realized, you know what, I wasn't ready to be in the civilian world. I was not prepared for that in any way, shape or form. So I hopped right back in, but this time with the Navy as an intelligence officer. Wow. So that's Navy's top gun, aren't they? That's top gun. That's right. And I worked with a few top guns. I helped them out a little bit, provided intelligence for them. They're a bunch of nerds, actually, just in really cool <laughs> outfits and sunglasses. And <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. You and I have spoken. I worked with the Navy uh, a year, two years ago. So we come back up you know, a year, about a year ago, but... They'll be back here next year. Mm-hmm. They do every other year for Fleet Week here That's in Baltimore. Right. And I work with them, and they were definitely an interesting crowd. Um, yeah. Shout out to the Navy. Shout out to the people at um, in D.C. at the base. Uh, it was definitely a learning experience. And I was actually on a ship with Navy, come up, right. the, up the uh, Chesapeake. It was definitely um, I ate in the hall, I ate in the boat, and it was food was actually pretty good. It was actually pretty good. I don't know if it was great that day, but it was mm-hmm. not bad. Um, and but I saw how tight those ships are, and I'm like, oh no. Yes. And how steep everything is. Did you, were you ever a part of that? Doing a ship, or were you just like on? Were you on sea? Were you on land? What was your thing? So I spent about a year and a half total at sea. For seven months of it, it was just at sea the entire time. And uh, I, I like to say that it's kind of like prison with a chance of drowning. <laughs> okay um every day is the same you're in a steel container and i will tell you that the food that you ate on that ship that was their best foot forward once we're underway it's like a totally different ball game but when we bring visitors that's when the good food comes out or if we extend our deployment that's when the good food comes out Um, so they were definitely doing their best to to wow anybody who came aboard that ship the food was good i was sitting like y'all eat like this okay yeah i mean we had what they had on uh on the background they had um uh, Civil War. What's that movie? Not, but not. It's um, uh, Marvel. What's Marvel? The Marvel movie, Civil War. The uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Avengers. Yeah, Avengers, Avengers on. Yeah. I'm like, this is like not bad at all, you know. But yeah. then, like again, we're only visiting for a couple seconds. So. Right. Um. So you did. Oh, you were on sea. Did you ever want to be a pilot? I okay. So I wasn't gonna bring this up, but that's a good question, and I don't think I've told you about this yet. Maybe no, I did. No, I haven't. So when I went to the recruiter for the second time, like when I was leaving college while I was there on my GI Bill, I went to the Navy recruiters and um, they were looking at my records. I was like, you need to get me in. I just don't want to do the Air Force again. Just get me in. And they were looking at my scores. And they're like, you did really well here when you were enlisted. Have you considered being a pilot? And I was like, no, but I will. I will consider that. So I, while I was still going to school at the time, um, was studying for what's called the ASTB. It's the aptitude to be a pilot in the military, especially in the Navy. Mm-hmm. I passed. I succeeded. They selected me. I went before a board. They selected me to be a pilot. 
But by the time I got to officer candidate school and was measured again, they do this whole anthro thing. Like, are you tall enough? Do you weigh enough? Um, do you sit high enough? Are your legs long? All that stuff, right? They call it anthro. It turned out that my sitting reach was just slightly too short for <sighs> to be safe in the training aircraft, not even the actual aircraft, but the training aircraft that I needed to train on. So wow. yeah, they're like, I'm sorry, we cannot let you be a pilot in the Navy do you want to do anything else? I'm like, well, yeah, I guess I used to do intelligence. So I guess I'll do that again. And they were happy to keep me. And I was happy to stay in too at that time. I was happy to be back. So yeah, I wanted to be a pilot for a moment. That's dope. I mean, I mean, I sad, sad that happened, but that's pretty cool. Like you got that close to really being a pilot, but by inches or so, it's just off. Just literally by inches. And I I am still honored though, that it went, my package went before a board of other aviators who were like, yes, this is a good fit. Bring Catherine in. She can train. She can hopefully become a pilot. And, um, unfortunately I'm too tiny. Gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) So when you left, so when you left the military lifestyle, Mm -hmm. what made you want to get into the digital realm? What made you, because you did forensics, all the different stuff, but you didn't do digital. Right. What, what made you, how did we like, try to connect the dots here? Yeah, that's um, that's an interesting situation. So while being in the military was fun, you'd get a fresh start every couple of years moving from place to place. As I was getting older and wanting to have a family and wanting to get to know the people around me, I started realizing that by the time I was getting to know my neighbors, it was time for me to pack my bags and leave again. And I was getting pretty freaking sick of it, leaving every two years. Um and so once I came here to Maryland, I was doing cyber operations, cyber intelligence, planning, thing like that. I started to get to know the people around me. I moved to Baltimore City in Fed Hill, and I loved my neighbors. I loved our block parties. And I was like, I love these relationships. I've never had relationships like this. These people, my neighbors had known each other for years and years, right? I've never had that in my life. I've never had that. So it got to a point where I was like absolutely miserable, making great money, 15 years in service. And I was just like, I need to, one, be my own person again, have control of my life, but to be able to have relationships. So I transitioned out of the military. And in order to do that, they take you through what's called a transition assistance program. And there's four different tracks you can go down. One is business ownership. So they linked us up with the Small Business Administration. I think the Small Business Development Center was involved, all kinds of people. And they introduced one way of business ownership, and that's through the franchise system. So WSI has been around for about 30 years. They're a franchise, kind of like a Home Depot, Ulta Beauty. Um, The reason I went into digital marketing, which is what they are, is because of their focus on the relationship with other people. They really hit that home and they also took about, um, I think it was like a seven month period to get to know me. I spoke to everyone in the company and they were really focused, almost hyper-focused on building relationships. That's really what they wanted us to do. So much so that when I first bought the franchise, they're like, you know what? We're not even going to give you like a website website. We're going to give you a client like listing or a, a consultant listing because we want you out there making those connections, building those relationships. This is a long game that you're playing. You need to get to know your neighbors. You need to get to know the people around you. And so it wasn't really about the marketing. It was about the relationships. Mm. That's a long winded way to say digital marketing because my day-to-day operations are getting to know people like yourself and anyone I come in contact with and coming alongside them and helping them in a way that is measurable and that I can make a living doing this while giving back at the same time to the local business owner out there who still wants a piece of that American dream. You know what I mean? I like that. I like that. So what we'll do, folks, is we'll be right back on these messages. 
And then we will talk a little bit further about WSI, what things she's doing in the community, what she's doing in Maryland, because she wants to make the Maryland her home. We'll be right back at these messages. When you give to United Way, your gift could be the first spark of something bigger. It can help someone find, interview for, and get hired for a job and provide follow-up services for success. It can break down educational barriers and give that extra help to a struggling student within school support programs. Give today. Spark something bigger. Hi, my name is Katherine Womack. I'm a former strategic intelligence officer with the U.S. Navy. I spent the last couple of years at U.S. Cybercom and transitioned from active duty after 15 years into small business ownership. I own and operate a digital marketing agency in the state of Maryland. So a lot of people approach me thinking that digital marketing is simply social media management or maybe doing Google ads or Facebook ads, things like that. But what digital marketing really is, is an umbrella term for a multitude of tactics to get small businesses found by the people who need them. I personally specialize in search engine optimization, website development with conversion architecture in mind. And what that really means is the people are going to your website and doing the thing you need them to do. And oftentimes it's requesting a quote, an appraisal, things like that. So there's definitely a psychology to website development and we lean really heavy into the psychology of sales to get people to do the things you need them to do. A lot of times as a business owner you haven't had the time to think about what your needs really are, what your challenges truly are, the, the sources of those challenges. I can guarantee you in most cases it's not simply that you need an ads campaign and that's where I can add value to your marketing strategy. And folks, we are back with Miss Catherine Womack, and you know, she's dropping jewels and gems about her being in the military, how she left that, went to civilian life. I learned something new about four different things about you can go here, there, everywhere. So that's kind of interesting. Get a little peek behind the curtain with the military getting back in civilization. So let's talk a little bit more about the company, mm -hmm. why people should hire you, mm -hmm. what you have going on, where can they find you. You said something key. You don't have a website yet. That's interesting. So we got to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So I don't know where we... we I, I just said a whole bunch of stuff right yeah. there. Let's dig in. Okay. So why WSI? Well, you, you talked about it, but you said the people think, but why there? Because there's a hundred other SEO companies out here that anybody mm. could go to. Why there? It was really the fact that they didn't care that I had the money to buy a franchise. They wanted to get to know me. And I started to suspect this was the very way that they did business because I would be essentially an investor, right? Buying the rights to operate under their logo on, with their training. The fact that they didn't care about the money, they cared about the relationship and they took the time. And I was like, hey, I could use this. I can help out my neighbor over here who literally has like a hauling business that he wants to scale up. I can help out anyone and everyone this way. Um, so that's why I chose WSI. It was just more of a cultural fit. Cause you're right. You can throw a rock and hit a marketer or a digital marketer, right? There's a million of them out there. Mm -hmm. So it was really that the attention, the, <clears throat> yeah. Now, how did you get in? So you, you, you got involved that you're only, well, you're Maryland. Mm -hmm. That's your region. Mm -hmm. Um, are there any other Maryland's people's size? You, you in Maryland or is there a different franchise all around Maryland? WSI. I am the only franchise owner in Maryland. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, that's good. No. That's so, right. 
for somebody outside looking at who's small business owners, a lot of them watch the show. What kind of things do you guys provide that somebody else doesn't provide? You just say you want to get to know people, learn about yeah. their business, but what are other things that, that stands out differently? Yeah, I'll definitely tell you one of the value adds, and we have quite a few, which you know obviously caught my attention as well, but one of the value adds is we don't really operate as order takers, where, for example, I see a sign out there that says, hey, we'll do some Google ads for you. If I called that person and was like, yeah, I've got the money for some Google ads, they would say, no problem, run the ads, right? Uh, when people come to us, we act as trusted advisors more than anything. We're not going to take their money and run a campaign for them if it does not make sense for their industry, for their budget, or for just what they have going on in general in their business development. So we really take the time to get to know them and determine is this truly a right fit? Because honestly, these small businesses out here who are not in marketing, but know they need marketing, they don't know what they don't know. So they'll come to us saying, yeah, I think I need Facebook ads. But they don't live in the world of marketing. They don't know that maybe that's not where their audience is. Mm. And that's where I can really come alongside them as their advocate, as their advisor, and get them into the right digital marketing solution for them. Because their success is our success. And at the end of the day, our our pride is on the line, our ego, our reputation, right? We don't want to steer them wrong. We're not gonna we're not transactional. We're more relational than anything. And that's cool because I've you know, I've talked with so many different marketers in the past and present mm-hmm. and just listened to a lot of things what you what you've said and just Watch a lot of your uh, your drops, your jewels and gems you drop on social media. Yeah, and I've actually gone away from Twitter. At, I I don't promote there no more. Yeah, um, it's there, mm-hmm. but I don't touch it anymore. Mm-hmm. I focus more on LinkedIn. Yeah, and I focus more on Facebook, Instagram. That's it now. I did do TikTok for a while, but then I realized that like that's not my audience. You know, I realized like. People who are listening, like, you know how uh, Instagram can give you the demographics of the people who yes. fuck. There's nobody, most of my audience is 35 to 45 or 45 to 50. Like, yeah. they're not in that TikTok. Like, I have, like, 5% under 21. Mm-hmm. Not You know what I mean? Like, that 21, 21 to 28 or 30 age, hardly need. You know what I mean? So, right. so I'm learning that, like, let me pull back from this mm-hmm. and put more of my energy in three things and be good at three things. Yes. And that's what I'm learning. How do you assess that? Do you <clears throat> do you do homework on these companies? I understand. Say if I'm a business, would you do like a diagnostic check? I'm like, all right, this is what your this is your activity. This is your engagement. Is that kind of like you look at for SEOs and like trying to say hey, we can promote here on this platform or because that's more a social media thing though. Mm-hmm. But at the, at the end of the day, I think I think websites make more sense. Yeah. Because I get a lot of traffic on websites. People are like, what's where we found you? Or that's where all the requests come yeah. through. I, I push them to the request. How do you view that? Like, tell us, give you, give us a breakdown. So that that's a huge sort of question. So um, we talked. You kind of mentioned a couple different marketing services that we provide. Okay. One you were mentioning, kind of like a, a marketing blueprint. Where do I go as a brand? Who do I need? What do I need to do to get myself out there? That's essentially, if if I were to help you with that, I would be acting as your fractional chief marketing officer, especially if you already had an in-house marketing team. I would come alongside them and develop this blueprint out, really doing some research into who your target audience is, what their values are, what kind of social media platforms they use, what hobbies they have. It just, it gets crazy in depth. It would also involve looking at some competitors and by competitors, I just mean in the eyes of a search engine, whether it's on Spotify, Mm -hmm. iTunes, or even Google. When I search for some similar topic that you talk about or you care about, 
who does Google actually show me? Who actually shows mm. up? So we would look into your competitors, see what they're doing, what they're leveraging, keywords they're targeting, um, and come up with a solution that's tailored for you. So that's the fractional chief marketing officer side, right, of the house, creating these blueprints for you. Now, your website, you brought up something really cool because your website is a 24-7 way to advertise your company and also add value to people who are searching for the very thing that you do. And it's always there. It's never off. The thing that people don't realize about that, though, and that's kind of how I help is, yes, I'll get into the website and I'll look at what's really happening on the back end. Oftentimes, not much, unfortunately, for the people that I've been helping. Um, but after I look at the back end of the website, if I start working with that client, what we're really doing is training Google's machine learning, who my client is, are they trustworthy, are they authoritative, are they credible, are they experts, things like that. We're training the algorithm to know who my client is to show them to the right searchers because you could literally be a plumber next door. And if you haven't trained Google who you are, what you do, if I search for plumber near me, you're not going to show up because Google prides itself into showing you in showing you relevant search results. So you've got to train Google's machine learning. And what do you say to people who say those companies pay for that top billing to be the first thing to pop up? How does a small how does a small person play with the big the big dogs? So it's funny you say that. <laughs> that's really that's what search engine optimization does. It helps level the playing field. It's way more affordable than Google ads, Facebook ads, social media ads. You get a hell of a bang for your buck when it comes to search engine optimization. And the reason that is, is because this is a long-term game. So obviously mm. it's not going to be as much as paying for ads, paying for those clicks. So you're not really going to see much happening in the first three months, the first six months, because we're still teaching Google who you are and what you do. Now, if you were to do ads, it's a little bit more of a quick burn, kind of like a fad diet versus a healthy lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. So with this fad diet, you're going to drop a couple pounds, sure. But when you're done with that fad diet, the pounds are going to come right back. And that's what advertising is. And the big dogs, they throw money at advertising, right? They have that money to spend. Uh, the mom and pop, they don't have money like that. No. And in many industries, it does not make sense for them to be paying for all these clicks and them not to turn into customers. And when they do turn into customers, they're only making a couple hundred bucks here and there. Mm. But they've spent, you know, thousands on ads to what yeah. make a sale on a... Uh, I don't know, buying a nice necklace or a handmade right. purse or, you know what I mean? So it's like SEO is the way to level the playing field. And that's why I lean heavy into it. Although we do all kinds of things, that's really what I care about is the local business, the people who still want a piece of the American dream. This makes more sense for their money and all that work, all the progress we make when doing SEO, it's much more sustainable than advertising. When you're done paying for advertising, you disappear off the front of the page. Mm. And for what? What do you got to show for that? You need to show up in the search engine. Over 90% of people, when they're ready to buy, they go to a search engine first. Overwhelmingly, that's Google. Mm -hmm. Why not meet them where they're at? That's where the customers are. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's funny because what I do is I um, <clears throat> have a Google seven and Google search where if Baltimore podcast pops up, mm -hmm. it hits my website. It hits, it hits me, emails. Yes. So I want to know. What are people looking at? Awesome. What are people understanding? Like, what are people looking for? Yeah. And then it does, it came up on this, did not put my podcast name in. What? Where did this pop up? Good. How did this come up? So those things that I do, like, behind the scenes where you're kind of, because I've seen, you know, I, I, it's interesting. Um, not going to call out, not calling anybody out, but there's a search engine in Maryland, mm -hmm. Baltimore, that says, like, the Baltimore's top podcast. Okay. And I remember I was like, yeah, I won Best of Baltimore four years in a row. How can I not be a top podcast? Right. It was like the Ravens. Okay, I get it. 
Orioles. I get that, like mm-hmm. sports. But after that, like, who's there? And so I reached out to the guy who runs, has a website. He's like, hey, why am I not? I've won best of all tomorrow. Why am I not? You know what he said to me? Hmm. Send me $100 and we'll keep you on top of the list. So it kind of, yeah, it kind of made me understand how the game worked. And he can keep you on that top list of search engine. So when you're, when it popped Baltimore's top podcast, you could be a top five. And it was a paid, it was interesting. It was very interesting. The email I got from this guy. Was he running Google ads, right? It shows up at the very top and it has a list of Baltimore's Mm -hmm. top. Is that what he was doing? Uh And then you can buy into that? Yep. Oh, okay. That's very interesting. It's not... I have no comment. But that's the hustle. So that's why I always find things very interesting. Yeah. Because I'm like, mm, I see a couple of shows that I'm like, mm, I know how you got there. Mm-hmm. Now, the common Mary or Joe ain't going to know that. Right. But I know. Because that's what I, I got receipts for that. Yeah. And so I find it very interesting. So I like what you're saying, the long game of SEO. I like the long game. Yeah. I mean, what would you tell the people who are just up and coming, mm-hmm. trying to get their name out there? Their budget isn't, they may have a, they may have a, let's say a, a $2,000 budget, if that. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get their name out there, trying to get the website up. Yeah. How can, sell them right now. Tell them, tell them what you would do for them. You don't got to give them everything, but right. give, them a, give them a little snippet. I'll give them something they can do for free and then something they need to be using their marketing budget for, just what they have, that, that couple thousand, right? If they've got it. So the one, I'll save the free thing for last. Uh, what I will say with their budget, they absolutely need to get their website right the first time. Get a professionally built website that Hmm. is optimized for conversion. And what that means is it's set up in a way that you can teach Google who you are, what you do, and it'll show you to people, right? Don't pay for one of these little Squarespace sort of websites. If you are in it for the long game, don't Mm -hmm. do that. Now, if this is a side hustle and you don't want to develop your business, go ahead. Save a couple bucks. Get your Squarespace up. Mm -hmm. No uh, hate towards them. They're an amazing company, right? They're helping out people with smaller budgets. But if you're in it for the long game. Get a professionally built website that you can Mm. build from. It's a foundation of any marketing that you ever do for the rest of your life, for the rest of the life of your company. Everything else will refer back to that professional website, okay? Mm. If you have questions as to what that really means, schedule a time to talk with us. Mm. Any marketing professional worth their salt will happily talk to you for free for a few minutes, of course, right? Um, So build that nice website. And then what I will recommend for free for the up person, the solopreneur, whatever, they don't have a budget yet, they're trying to get out there, is one, get your Google business listing up. That is free to do. A common issue we see, though, is when people do this, they don't want, they're working out of their homes, so they don't want to share their home address on the Google business list listing. Put it in there. Whatever you registered your business under that address, you need to put it on there. And then there's a selection place where you can hide your address and then just have a service area for your google business listing i need to do this you know yeah. i need to decide i haven't done this for <laughs> damn damn okay but go ahead yeah you need to do that because <laughs> if you do the wrong address google has a way of finding out that the addresses aren't adding up for your registered business and mm. it will penalize you and remove your profile you mm. need that google business listing and it's free okay so that's that's number one number two is do what i do right i'm still fairly new to maryland i don't have the roots that many people have you see somebody you like that you want to interact with, that you want to collaborate with, get to know, bang down their door. What did I do with you? I was in your inbox like, Aaron, let's talk. This is who I am. And Aaron was like, well, who are you again? Why would I do that? We don't have much in common. I'm like, bro, this is why. Right. But at facts. least do your research in the person. Make sure this is really somebody you want to get to know. And that was free. It costs time. But we, I think we have a great relationship. And I know that it will continue to grow and be wonderful. 
And um, that was just finding people that I thought had similar values and banging down that door. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Where can people find you, locate you, lock you down for a consultation and figure out if if it makes sense? So the easiest spot to go to would be my Instagram because I have my, my little listing linked up there. My calendar is on there if you go to my web listing, right? Um, that would be on Instagram at WSI world underscore DMV, like the DMV area. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at WSI world DMV and we're friends on there. So they can, they can find me in on Instagram. Now, what would you say if people say, well, where's your website? Where's that at? Yeah. He said, Go ahead. Yeah. So I do have a web page, right? But in the technical world, um, it's not technical. It's not a website. It's a consultant listing, mm-hmm. right? It's just who I am. Schedule a time to talk. And WSI purposely did this for and kind of handicapped us the newer ICs right the newer franchisees and it's because they really want us to build relationships first and not worry about the technical side of driving traffic to our own website right Um, I'm about to get my website from them and they will be driving traffic to it for me Mm. but for the first couple of years in business they really want you putting down roots in your community getting involved now I'm part of Howard County Leadership Premier Program. I'm in the Chamber of Commerce. I'm part of the Small Business Development Center. I'm going to be teaching classes. If I was relying on my website, I would have never made these relationships. I would have never met you either. Mm. So I do have a web page, but not an actual site that I own in that way. WSI does, and you can check them out. A lot of client studies uh, or case studies, client portfolios on there. Everything you could ever need, free resources is on are on there as well. I like that. I love yeah. that. I love you. You remind me of something back in the '90s and early thousands. How I started, just street street team, like out there. Yep. Every event, talking to people, hustling, That's making that connection, and understanding who these people, so they know who you are, to know your face, yep. to know you're always there. What can I help you with? I love that. I like that. I like that's old school. That's old school of just sales. It's tried and true. It's tried and true. And to just be very clear, WSI has a hell of a website with mm-hmm. resources for anybody for free. Go check them out. WSIworld.com. And right. yeah, I'm on Instagram. And what's your email? Can they email you? Or is any, you a person like, I'm trying to get you, whatever they can yeah. find you, wherever they can find you communication wise. I think Instagram would be best okay. because once they are there, uh, they can shoot me a DM. I'm pretty responsive to the DMs. They can leave a comment and I can get them set up. And then within my Instagram profile, there's literally a link right up there to go to my listing and get on my calendar for a free 15 minute call. If you want a, um, a much more relaxed, natural conversation. I think that's best is face-to-face or digital face-to-face. So schedule a free 15-minute call with me through my Instagram. I love it. I love it. I love it. And repeat, where can they find you? What's your Instagram handle again? Yeah, it is at WSI world underscore DMV. There you go. It's all good. Well, you're not getting off the hot seat for yet. Okay. We do a speed round here. Oh, shit. We don't don't, don't play around. We got to do speed round. All right. So since you're you're living in Maryland now, crab cakes or crabs? Crab cakes. Oh, I don't know. Okay, all right. We'll let you slide. So it depends okay. on the crabs, though. I know. I know. I know. It's all good. We're okay. good. We're good. Snowball or ice cream? Ice cream. Mm, snowball's a big Maryland thing. I know we'll, it gotta, is. Gotta get you. Gotta get you. Gotta get you ingrained. I haven't been won over yet by them. So if you have recommendations, I'll take you up. <laughs> all right. We'll do. We'll do. Um, if you could go to see anybody in concert right now, who are the top three people you will, dead or alive, music concert? So I'm gonna have to. I'm going to show my age, but it's going to be Britney Spears, <laughs> Michael Jackson, and Queen. Oh, okay. That's a yeah. club group. That's definitely a club group. Yep. <laughs> no, okay, okay. Okay. No, it's definitely. Do you, uh, chicken, do you eat meat? 
I do. All right. Chicken wings, flats or drums? Drums. Blue cheese or ranch? Blue cheese. Do you put ketchup on your hot dog? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a weird thing. This it's is always a mustard like, only. It's, I get some mustard only. Yeah. Again, thank you so much for hanging out, talking. Um, you probably see her face a lot on the episodes. Uh, you probably hear her voice in episodes. Thank you for being a partner with No Picture or Dark. Without you, the success has not going to be there because you helped me get the word out. These get these beautiful cameras, the camera team to help out. People get to see how behind the scenes operation, see how things work. So really appreciate you, Ms. Catherine, for everything you do. And please go check her out. Um, and then thank you so much for your time. Thank you for yours as well. All right. Love, peace. We're out. <laughs>